The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Source of Truth podcast. And we're so glad you're with us. I hope you had a great 4th of July holiday and weekend. And many of you may be still on vacation. I hope you're enjoying your time of relaxation. Hope you get that rest that you need and you before you come back and get back to the grind of life. And we're glad you're with us this morning, whether you're watching this live at 11 o'clock, uh, whether you are list- watching this later archive, listening to this in audio format, whichever way you're listening to this, we greatly appreciate uh, you just participating and being part of this. Uh, if you are, if you don't know, we do post this in multiple ways. Our church YouTube channel, church Facebook page, my Facebook page. Um, we go to our Instagram feed through the church, and then of course post an audio version to all of our all of the different podcast formats out there. And so there's multiple ways you can find it. If you're seeking it in the audio format, it is not under the name of the church. It's under the podcast title source of truth, and uh, you'll be able to find us there. Well, we're going to continue in the book of Ephesians this morning. Uh, We've been going through this now for a few weeks, and we're going to continue. We mentioned yesterday that now, or last time we spoke, we we didn't have one yesterday, so Friday, we mentioned that you see in the end of chapter 4, there's a list of things, if you want to use the term topics, that Paul teaches to the church of Ephesus here in this section. And so what I want to do is I want to kind of walk through these things. I don't want, I, I've never been a big fan of topical preaching, except when God places the topic clearly in front of us in Scripture. And so I think it's important we flow through Scripture. And so the first one, uh, I think it's intriguing that he starts with this one before moving on to everything else, because if we're not honest with others, if we're not honest with ourselves, dealing with anger and kindness and grieving the Holy Spirit and bitterness, none of that can be dealt with if we struggle with being honest with ourselves and with others. So before we read, now I'm going to say that, when it starts off in verse 25, it tells us, wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. We'll explain that in a second here, but I want us to see in context what's happening here. Two verses earlier, verse 23, be renewed in the spirit of your mind, a new thinking, verse 24, put on the new man, which is which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So this is new beginning, a new mindset, a new person, and then he states some things that are truthful. Now, we do know that if God has given us instruction to do something, he's also given us the grace and ability to do it. We also know that when we got saved, we did not lose what we call the old man, the human side of us, the flesh, whatever term you want to use. We still have that part of us that wants to do wrong, that has a desire for wrong. What we did is we gained the Holy Spirit. And Paul talks about the fact that these two, the new, the old man, the flesh, and the new man, the Holy Spirit, they, they battle, they fight each other immensely. And that's the battle we find. So really what we're having is the Word of God is giving us instruction to feed the Holy Spirit, the new spirit, and kind of starve out the old one. So there are times when we're going to be in circumstances and situations to where not being honest is just going to be easier or being angry or whatever what term we'll look at in the next you know couple days um it's going to be easier to look at it from the human standpoint i'll just lie no big deal nobody will know won't hurt anybody whatever term you want to use in in this situation so what he's kind of doing is he's saying listen i understand your human mind's going to think this you need to understand what the bible says and understanding what the bible says if i'm willing to follow it clears up the debates 
whether should I do something or should I not. So again, going back to verse 25, wherefore, putting away lying, let speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Now to unpack verse 25, he's simply talking about um, the church neighbors. He, he's using the term as our, our community, our church community, which we've talked about. And so he's simply, he's saying we need to be honest with each other at church. We'll get to that in a second. Can I take a moment and just talk a little bit about the importance of honesty? I've, I've, been, I've been around some people that they love to use the term brutally honest or straight on honest. And, and we all know that there's just a level of, how do you put it? We, we are somewhat attracted to people like that, even when those people are just rude. I mean, I, I was a TV show years ago when I, probably 10, 15 years ago now, he was, this guy was a doctor and he was known for brutal honesty. They called him a jerk because of it. And, and generally the problem was his brutal honesty, at least according to the program, ended up, he was being honest, he was truthful. No one else really wanted to see what they were hiding. And his debate was everyone lies. And we lie to ourselves, we lie to others. And, and I, you know, that, there's a theme they're pushing through that and they make it work. But I think there's a part, you know, we're attracted to it because we are attracted to honesty. Now, I think that, you know, we're supposed to speak the truth in love. To walk up to somebody and tell them something you think is honest, it's not always honest. Sometimes it's just cruel. And while we have the right to be honest and the right to speak our minds in America, that doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. I, I, there are, if you've created a relationship and you are lovingly, lovingly trying to help somebody, it's a different story. You just decided you're disgusted by someone you want to be honest with them, well, you are just being cruel. And, and, we'll, and <laughs> just a quick thought, he says down at the end of the verse that every man, um, uh, let, verse 26, let no corrupt communication proceed in your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edify and may minister grace unto the hearers. Please understand, we'll talk, we'll break that down later, but that we can be honest filtering through that verse. Please remember that. I just encourage us that we use our words to be gracious. But the importance of honesty, I think the world needs honesty. If we're not honest as Bible believers, as Christian, as Christ followers, then we're going to miss out on the integrity necessary to give the gospel. If I'm willing to lie about something that I think will help me at work, if I'm willing to exaggerate something about myself to make myself look better, if I'm willing to be dishonest about things that really aren't as important as eternity, then why would I expect the world for, for, to, why would I expect the world to believe me when it comes to something as important as the Bible and as of God and as of eternity? That my belief in God is this important. Yeah, but I lie just about pretty much everything else. And by the way, I hope we understand that. Even though in our mind, have you ever, you ever said something, you thought it in your mind and you said it, and you're like, man, that just did not sound the same when I said it. I can't believe it. You know, sometimes we sound silly. Sometimes we sound foolish. Sometimes there's an exaggeration or something in our mind that we state when we're done. We're, what? It's just as obvious to people listening to us that the information is not accurate because a lot of times it's not even possible. The key is this. You know, we just, we just, uh, the importance of honesty in our culture. And sometimes, if you can't, you don't have to always speak. Sometimes the best thing we can do is just be quiet. It's one of the greatest, I mean, you know, Proverbs talks about the idea, even a fool, when he holds his peace, is called, counted wise. And so great, one of the wisest things you can do is just not speak. So I think the importance to the culture, I think there's importance to the obedience to God. He's told us throughout Scripture, uh, bear, not, not to bear false witness. And I love the phrase, it's an Old Testament phrase, but I love how he puts it. Because what we do then is we say, well, I didn't say a lie. I just allowed him to believe the lie or things like that. It just simply comes down to, I'm going to be honest. Or I'm not going to be honest. But let's, let's break down this passage real quick. He talks about being honest in the community, in the church community. And I was reading through one of the commentaries I used for this uh, this morning, and I thought he had a really good point. He, he stated three words that are important for us that in areas in the church that we need to be honest. And he says amongst each other, we need to be honest about our faults, our failures, 
and our weaknesses. Now, this is, we're not confessing our sins to each other, but we, we can't find, one of the benefits of church, of community, of why God designed it to be a called-out assembly, to leave and to leave our backgrounds, to come amongst a diverse group that sometimes has very different backgrounds and belief systems from the cultural point of view. We come together because it helps us. We need to grow. We need accountability. We need someone to come alongside us that recognizes that our faults, failures, and weaknesses don't make us weird. It just makes us normal. All right? We all have them. And I can get strength from these people to move forward if I'm willing to listen. Now you've got to find someone you can trust and find someone who's godly enough to be gracious with you and, and truthful and loving. But at the same case, the thing is, if we're not willing to ever acknowledge we have faults, failures, and weaknesses, we're never going to grow. And so I think before we can be honest with the world, especially at church, before we can be honest with each other, we need to be honest with ourselves. And the Bible tells us in 1 John 1, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. Truth is not in us. And James, he says, be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. I think one of the greatest battles we have in Christendom today is that we're not honest with ourselves. We've gotten so used to putting on a front to look a certain way that when it comes down to it, we begin to believe it. Okay, this is my church me, and this is my home me, this is my work me. We're not really me. We don't know who we are in Christ especially. So we need to kind of put those things aside and say, Lord, help me be honest with me. And really what it comes down to is what David said, Lord, search my heart. Try me and see if there be any wicked way in me. Lord, I need you to help me. I want to move beyond this. I want to grow. I want to be honest. I want to be real. I want to be good. I want to be godly. So I need to be honest with myself. And it starts with doing that with God in our lives, with, with obedience to God and letting God teach us what it is we need to grow in. So if we can be honest with ourselves, then we can have a flourishing opportunity to be help in the community, and then, then the world will see somebody's different because they're not nervous about it. Honesty is great. By the way, if you go back and say, I'm just it's a little white lie for no big deal, I've never been in a situation where even a little white lie does not come back to haunt somebody. I've just seen it so many times and it comes back to haunt. Maybe strive our best. You know, we're all going to make mistakes and be failures, and I think we should rectify those things. But when it comes down to it, honesty is the thing that is, it shows integrity. It shows that God is working in your heart. It's not as easy. But again, sometimes we just don't have to speak. We understand that. But honesty is part of what God is asking of us. And uh, it's something he blesses. At first, it's not always easy, but it's definitely something that we need to strive for. Well, thanks for joining us on this Tuesday morning and just giving me the opportunity to share God's word. I think we all admit that to some people in some circumstances, this is one of those harder things to deal with. But honesty is something blessed of God, and I hope that we're willing to follow honesty with ourselves, others, and people at church. Honesty with God, and we can really see God bless and work in our lives if we're willing to embrace this. Thanks for joining us today, and we hope you join us again tomorrow.